want to move it to nine or something like that? If you can, I'm happy with it. Well, it depends on what I have to do on that day. Because sometimes I have like makeup cram cram school courses. And, and and it goes really late, so I'm not sure. Like it it changes. Like the situation changes and I'm really sure. Whether I would, you know, entirely move it to the time prior to nine thirty. Whether I'd be perfectly capable of doing it, I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, I just wish your schedule can be more consistent because the fact that it's not that, the fact that it's now eleven and we're just starting the recording. Oh, I just noticed that. <laughs> I thought I thought it's somewhere around ten thirty, and and I was already thinking it's pretty pretty late. Nope. For the recording to be started, but anyway. So, welcome back to Everything About Anything, episode 39. So we have three topics prepared here today. And we'll kick off with money borrowing. Why are we usually more reluctant to lend others money while tools, books, etc. are deemed less important? How important is the preserving of traditional culture? To what extent should we protect and preserve cultures? And what un- and under what circumstances can we ban a culture? Self-driving cars, moral issues. Who shall be responsible for any potential accident? How should we determine whether the manufacturer, the human passenger, or the car is responsible? All right, then. Um... This should be our second to last episode of 2021. And remember, yes. we will be doing a wrap up episode, that is. Yes, I'm still thinking about the format, though, because I don't want to do any form but, of editing. I, I'm. Well, might... it can just be a casual episode of discussions, whatnot. It does not have to, you know, have a certain format for it. Like we just no, no, throw no, out no. What we're by doing. format. I mean the way we should present it. I don't want to do any form of editing, but I I don't think it's a good idea to just download a file and immediately upload the file. And that's efficient. It still should be somewhat, you know, processed. But I don't want it to be like how I usually process our. Then just fix the minor cutting bits out, adding intro music and outro music, transition melodies. Like, I don't think it should be necessary. Firstly, I won't have the time that day because I've told you once we finish the recording, I will be heading to your party. Yes. Which is not at my house, so I cannot even be at my house in front of. How far is it anyway from your house? Well, it's not far, but I will be leaving the, my house soon, and that is the problem. But oh, okay. whatever, there, the the alternative way to, of doing it, which actually makes it a lot quicker, is to just use our YouTube channel and do a live stream. The pro um, th- um, the easy thing is that 
it can automatically upload the entire thing as a form of video for you. Yes. But how can I then forward the thing onto the platform <laughs> that we're actually using, and that and that's the problem. <laughs> So, which means that if you want to upload it to Anchor, you'll have to screen yeah, record while we we'll do the stream. Screen record. No, we'll not stream our video. Like, how we'll do the well, stream is if it is, if it is stream, if it is streaming option that you would want to follow, then I might. Yeah. You the, the alternative way of doing it is downloading. The file using those format shifters of YouTube video, but here's the thing: when you finish a stream, YouTube takes a very long time to process your hour-long video. To you know, let it be. Yeah, it's very long. And and then like, if I have to download it and just put it back onto there again, it's gonna be a pain in the ass. Like I recorded a fifteen-minute video, and it took like I forgot how long that took, but it was way beyond like a, an acceptable range. Like it, it just took takes way too long to upload a video, so I eventually stopped, you know, doing stuff on YouTube. It just consumes too much of my time uploading stuff. Like. <laughs> You know how how slow is the uploading? You know that if you've uploaded videos on YouTube, yeah. Let alone a stream, like it is, it it will take forever. I promise you, it'll take forever. So let's just not stream. Let's just do it this way and we'll format it properly, and hopefully we don't have to do any editing. Well, not. Completely without editing, but just you know, minor fixes around you know small interruptions or whatnot. Yeah, that's my pro. You know, that's my question since I don't really want to do any form of extra work before I leave. So yeah, and after the episode, we will be taking some time off. Yes, probably yeah, two weeks, I suppose. Like last time, like 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 how we did last time, because we we had an exam. Perhaps even more. I I can I can tell, but yeah. Probably two weeks and a half, I suppose. It could be. I mean, I mean that should that should suffice for a study session to be fully executed. I mean, just remember. Students are not the ideal podcasters. Yes, and schedules are meant to be interrupted by exams and important school events. It's difficult to, to find a fixed time to even do proper recording, even if we do have time, because you get messed up by random events. Yes, a lot of random events, especially you. Yes, cram school shit. And I have a lot of time limitations or whatnot. So money borrowing, like, I'm not talking about, um, like, can you give me a dollar? I, I forgot to bring my purse today. No, I don't mean that sort of money borrowing. That's more of a 
oopsie mo moment. I'm talking about. Can you of large me, quantity? Can you give me ten thousand? Oh, of large quantity. Okay. Yes, we're talking about large quantities. Usually because of an event, be usually because of it can be a, an emergency, it can be an accident, it can be or just like investments in general. Like, are you willing to, you know, invest with me or invest in my say store? my the business i'm starting or stuff like that right so anything yeah. that requires a large quantity of money you know people tend to be very reluctant to that right yeah when is the last time you think giving someone else say well don't let let's not put the numbers too big let's say can you give me 500 that's considered a lot for us yes but when i say hey can you give me uh can you lend me the book that you've been reading last week and that book probably have cost you say 500 dollars but why would you usually be more willing to you know actually lend money other than books it to someone else well, it's kind of hard to explain i would say it's how we're educated like <laughs> they they always tell us to not borrow money to anybody i would say it's the way we're educated like for in most cases if you're talking about money of large quantity like compared to let, let's say a book like the prices are different, but and you, that's but, why. But they're equal in value. Well, but yes, and the book that costs. Then, in the context in which both are equally priced, then I suppose it's just a problem with one's. I would say value, in the way they view things, because like, I'm not explain this, but. Yes, people would rather borrow like actual things. Like they would that, rather. That's why. I, that's why I proposed this as a topic because I find this very interesting. Like, why when something that's theoretically equal in value, but under one circumstance, people are usually more willing to accept the proposal. Like, it distorts my mind. I mean, I did a bit of thinking, and I think there. Are, two potential reasons but we're not even aware of those reasons so one of them is risk so the fact that you're giving like you're giving other money itself it might be that um that person would use the money for anything oh the usage from, okay yes the usage of the money itself could be very different from what they actually tell you say they um say ah so you're you saying whether you can you give me a thousand because i really because i really have to um pay uh, my electricity bill but in reality they use their thousand dollars to buy i don't Drugs. know 
what, what is something that you, that will be unacceptable? Just anything that's not something what they illegal. say. Something illegal. Well, not just illegal. If they say they they will use that money to pay the bill because it's all it's long overdue and they really have and they really need your help, you give them the money, but then they use that to buy、mm, a watch that they actually just fancy the watch. They just make up、oh, okay. a random reason. So, so one、about. of the reason is the risk. Um, the second reason I can think of is the. How do I put this? The additional value, or to say, the utility of an item that you know, when we're lending others thing, when we're you know borrowing other things. So, say a book. The typical value of a book is to be read. So the utility of the book is simply. The sole function be of being read, but money has too much utilities to it because you can do literally everything, like everything, with it. You know, the only thing that matters is the quantity, right? You know, I I think I think this explains a lot. You know, of our selfishness, our the human nature of being selfish, and you know. Thinking about ourselves before others, because we tend to recognize the fact that okay, so it's just a book. There's nothing he can do about it, right? Yeah. If say he burned out, he burned my book. I lost five hundred. I lose five hundred dollars. But he just burned my book. He destroyed this. The sole reason. And purpose of that item, but if he takes my five hundred dollars away, he's taking the ability and utility of those five hundred dollars because that five hundred dollars I could have, you know, invested in something else. It can do literally everything within the five hundred dollar value. I think that explains a lot to our selfishness thing last week. I think we talked. Was it last week we talked about, or the week before last week? I think it was the week before last week. That, like when we talked. Oh, the about, definition of selfishness is that that one. Uh, the yes, one we did. And, what, and you know,、well. is selfishness the correct way of living and whatever thing? Oh, the guys. I, to me,、part. it explains、okay. a lot. Yeah, we talked about poets who. Go into the mountains and don't doesn't give a toss to anything around them. Like we talked about, we're that selfish and whatnot, and it's somewhat related that I've just realized that the reason behind our tendency to not, you know, to not be willing to give others money is sometimes. I don't know whether this is correct or not, but I think it's a perspective worth discussing. Since I don't know whether there are biological, scientific proof of this, but I think utility, the utility, the value of the utility and risks are the affecting reasons. What are? What do you think? Well, like why? Well, I think that. 
the two contributing factors you just proposed can be combined into one, can be, can be fused. That is what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. let's just take the instance of comparing a book, a book scenario to, let's just say, $500 scenario. Like, for the book, if you borrowed the book, that's like the sole usage of it was to be read. And as for the $500 in that scenario, it can be done. Like, it can be used for literally anything. So if the borrower uses the money for an appropriate and illegal actions, then you'll might, you might be involved in legal issues as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. Like, if you. And as for the book scenario, it can only be read. Like, you can't. Like, smash a guy with it or, or what and get into some legal issues. Like, for money, you have to, you have direct access to everything you need or you want. Like, even the lender wouldn't be able to notice that. So that's what I think. Like, you might, you might get involved in legal issues that you've never done or you don't even know. That's what I think. Okay, so the legal danger behind you yes that's what i think that would be that'd be the sole problem of it i see because they can't really commit any sort of crime with a book a book or well unless you're john wick but what if it's a hammer or a bat oh it's a hammer well that's really sus wait (laughs) By law, are you responsible for giving him the hammer? If, say, they use the hammer to kill someone. Let me try. Perhaps you should ask your parents. I'm not sure on that. Wait, let me let me let me go back into my memories for a bit. Are you involved in legal issues if you're if you're with the hammer you lend? I know you are. You are actually somewhat responsible if you're transporting drugs. Even if you're not aware, you're, of you're directly related because you're the transporter. And yes, but you're actually no, I don't, I don't, by law. You're never, actually you're still you're still somewhat responsible since yes, even my, my if you're not aware of what you're transporting. I'm not sure my why, but like our in criminal law states it very weirdly. In criminal law, if you were to give the murderer a hammer and the murderer used the hammer to murder a guy, then you're not involved. But if you were to lend the murderer five hundred dollars, and then the murderer used your five hundred dollars to buy a hammer and kill someone, yes, and then you're involved because you you're involved in the process. But if you were to give him a hammer, then you're not because you had no you had no direct expectations as to what he will be doing in the future. But this is very interesting since like it's not My too difficult stands, to get even... to say your friend hey can you borrow me your car and your car could have been you know a million but it's difficult to like ask your friend to borrow to lend you a million in cash say you're being threatened because like it's being too uh, sus like body, if you um did, did this Dudes just showed up at my door and are asking for a million. I have a million. I know, I know you have a million. Can you give me a million? I don't want to die. Help. Because being too Usually, sus. 
Usually, even、uh, let's suppose it's not sus. Let's say that is a real <laughs> scenario. That <laughs> sus. <laughs> let's just suppose it's not sus. Yeah, let's just suppose it's not sus. <laughs> let's say it's real. Let's say let's say it's real. Let's say um, let's say my mother is kidnapped and you know they're threatening me. To give them a million, and let's suppose you're rich, you're a billionaire, and it's okay, and you do have a million in cash, and they give me a chance to call out for help, and I call you, and ask you to lend me a million. What are、yeah. what are the chances, and what are the odds of you actually accepting that? Usually, it's not. It's still gonna. It, it's gonna. It's gonna become one of those. Nah, I don't believe you. And you know, okay, I'll try to help you. I'll, I'll call the cops, but not many would actually agree to, you know, to the fact that even yes, if they are, no, even if they know is an apparent danger, as long as it involves money, they won't accept it because it's too much risk. Too like the、and、odds are too. It's a weird、great. thing, but if like, say you own a Ferrari, okay, and suppose you own a Ferrari, and one day I came up, I came up to you, hey Roddy, can you lend me your car? Your odd, the odds of you accepting that is way greater than the fact that it's far much greater. It's way greater than the,、uh, the the previous scenario we talked about. Like directly lending money is just too sus, and directly asking for it is just too sus. Like you don't even know what the usage will be if you were to lend them the money. And most would actually like resort to legal issues if you come up with like an excuse of somebody's like after me for the money. Yeah, but if I crash a Lamborghini, it's still it, it, there's still a million dollars to it. It's still legal issues to it, but it's like clear. It's not. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you were to lend this guy a million dollars, you you're not certain of the usages. But if you were to lend him like a Lamborghini, then you know he'll use it to you know for transportation. This is a very interesting topic, honestly. Because well, let's just exclude a lot of. Area in which he will transport drugs with your Lamborghini. It's, it's very just, weird. Like, is this some sort of like, what's the word for it?、Uh, How things work. No, 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 no. Paradox. To me, it feels like a very weird paradox. The fact that we can, we are usually more willing to lend others. A、uh, you know items or an actual item other than money in the form of that money. worth a lot more than say cash. It's like you you're more willing to lend me a multi-billion supercar than lending me a million in cash. It's very weird to me. Even if the item worth a lot more than the cash, I. <laughs> 
I don't it's know. Just what, is, is, it's is just this, what most people is this, will consider. Is, like, is this a defined paradox that I just don't know that it, it's actually already spoken about for so long that I'm not, I'm just not aware of it? Well, Any I would say it's the, <laughs> I would say it's the odds and the the outcome that that affects your decision. Like for. Let's just say if you were to borrow, if you were to lend a Lamborghini to a guy, and if he crashes it, then you can resort to civil laws to actually get your money back. But in the case of you actually lending him a million dollars in oh, cash, you know, I, I think I think I've just realized something. When you lend others money, because no, like you can own money. But you cannot lend other money and still have the ownership of the money. You can't wish it back. I think I got it because the, never, the, never the way money works is that, it, like, say my car, I lend it to you. You do use it, but I still have, I still, but you still have the possession. I, yeah, exactly. Oh, I see. I still possess the, the ownership of the item of the thing. It's all about the legal issues. It's all about the laws. Criminal law, civil the law. Money, like even if we agree that the money still belongs to me, you still have to give it back. Yes. By law, you're In not obligated to. Civil okay. laws, yes. It's all about. So that's why laws are so interesting. Like you can. This is things very can always be exactly. I agree. Laws be can be very interesting. interesting. It's not. A, it's not just about philosophy. It's actually, well, I mean, it's we've, kind of we've, we've actually been somewhat productive. I think. I think I've learned something today. It's an okay topic. Not really that I, I've got any. You know, I've received anything on the by watching a video or reading a book, but you know, by thinking and discussing, I think. I think I've actually learned something today. It's all about the legal issues, like. Who who's got the possession of an item? Yeah, it's all about that. Like, if you lend somebody Ooh. an actual item and and, 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 it were, and it were to be you destroyed, then since your mother, since your mother is a lawyer and your dad is a prosecutor, why don't you, after we finish our recording, go ask them about this and and see what they say about this? They'll probably say the same. They'll probably result to you no, know, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I'm still interested in their perspective. I'm not just about like the legal issues, but also like why are we willing to like g give them our examples? I would like to hear what they say about it. I I really do think this is an interesting topic. So, how important is preserving? traditional culture why do i feel like we've talked about this multiple times <laughs> and we're and we're stuck on it multiple times as well along oh, with the yes. times of we actually discussing about this uh preserving i think it popped up randomly between topics but i think we've never um, how do I put this? We've never addressed this directly. Made it made it an actual topic. Never. Yeah, so maybe maybe it's not bad. So bad of a topic anyway. So um, cultures. So I think we've explained 
and talked about why there are different cultures and you know the geopolitical differences and you know just environmental differences and environmental changes can lead to different sort of developments between different yes we yes yes we've talked about that we've talked about this so i don't think we should talk about it again but yeah switch to another aspect of the topic i think the the core of this topic is how we're gonna preserve them to what extent like how can we define the the standards how can we define what is you know what is brutal what is violence what is evilness what is unacceptable what is intolerable what is not acceptable like say we like most likely we say killing is unacceptable and we all agree that it should be banned but in some certain tribal cultures back then killing was sometimes in fact redeemed as great a form of and for for a form of sacrifice they say it's good for to god a form of sacrifice pleasing the you know pleasing the gods or whatnot and then you they know, decapitate some people. tribal some tribes there were like there are cultures of killing someone else from another tribe and put their heads you know up high in your own like it's a sign of showing power yes and in their culture is the killing is acceptable of course we've we've had we have involved we have evolved so much since those days and we've developed we've have conflict we have we have we're still having conflict so much <laughs> we've gone through humanity has gone through so much that we have we have forged some sort of standards but judging by the principles of like cultural diversity and just the idea like, the idea of respecting every culture if we look back say this ideology exists back then like someone in the 17th century popped up and say hey guys respect every culture we know why everyone has different cultures and i don't think it's i don't think it's necessary and and is acceptable for us to um, eliminate any other cultures that we dislike right Say if someone say that and the world agrees, wouldn't we be living in a world where there are there are certain cultures like us who think killing is unacceptable, and like um, like we promote gender equality, we promote um, like I don't know LGBTQ rights and whatnot. But if you but if that was said centuries ago wouldn't there also be cultures with hey you kill kill that tribe leader over there this is acceptable this is an acceptable part of our culture go do it 
and it's like it, our culture is all about uh, like you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Say if yeah. say if this ideology has been spoken about years before, if not centuries before, wouldn't we be living in a world like that? And that is my main problem, or to say my main question. And I do think it's worth mentioning when talking about this topic is just how do we come to this conclusion? How do we define what is acceptable? I think a good example and a less controversial one. Um, how do I put it? Killing the the rightness of murdering is not is not very controversial because. Yeah. Say percent of the world agrees on that, right? Yeah. A more controversial one would be the usage of what? What? What's that called? I don't know. It, it's gonna be a very weird word. Um, you know, it's like Islam, Islamic women, they tend to use those those cloth and things to wrap themselves. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. I know that. I know okay, that. so for Westerners, they say, "Oh, this is an abuse of, this is abuse of human rights. You're not, you're not treating everyone equally. This is this is not like blah 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 and so on, right? You, we all know what it, what it's all it's all about. But for even for even for those Islamic women themselves, they think this is part of our culture. You cannot just object our culture because it does not suit your." Ideology and your principle. This is how our culture is, and this is how we think is acceptable. And we, this is part of our culture, right? Yeah. To me, both, both sides has a point. But what what the West got wrong is that most of the time they're applying their ideology and what they think is right, what is acceptable in their culture, to judge other culture and to define other cultures whether something is acceptable or not acceptable. So they look to Asia. They will say, okay, you have I don't know, great buildings, great architecture, great literature, great art, great everything, and but they will say, um. <clears throat> Japan, <clears throat> what are you doing to your <clears throat> woman? <clears throat> but if you if you go ask a Japanese woman, they might say, "Well, this is part of our culture. We do think that woman should be responsible for like chores at home or whatnot. It's been like this for so many years, and blah blah blah, and so on." So, like, is it like I think this is what the this is what the topic is asking, right? What、yeah. what do you think should be the standards like, or is or should there even be a standard? Should we say that like Islamic women wrap, wrapping themselves up is acceptable part of the culture, or is it just abuse? Is there any form of standards? Should should there be any way of determining what is right? When it comes to these cultural differences, well, I wanted I wanted to refer to utilitarianism. To what? But then I re- but then I rejected it because、okay. it's just too controversial a, a concept. I wanted I wanted to refer to that, but anyway, prop it. Uh. 
You know what? I think I can talk about utilitarianism. Like, it's someone related. Like, you transfer all the pros and cons into like actual values and you compare them, and then you get rid of the ones that actually has too great a cost. And then the like its core ideology was for the greater good. That is. For the greater good of the public, like when when it comes to under what circumstances can we ban a culture, I thought about it, but then it just does not fit it. I was like, "Hey, this might fit in, but no." Anyway, like, so you're saying how can we define a culture? Well, two questions: and, and Should there be a standard? Like, should any sort of definition or Standard exist. I'm not. I'm not asking in detail because this can get too broad too quickly. Like, it's not. I'm not talking about. Oh, should any like, standards general, exist? Should any standards exist? And if so, how should we define them? And why so? Should any standard exist? Which, in other words,、well, which is. What the topic says: Under what circumstances can we ban a culture since it doesn't comply with our standards and doesn't meet the conditions? Or to what extent should we protect and preserve well, culture? Well, standards standards must exist. They must exist. Yes. Like, let's say you have a culture of killing people for God. Then we call that a cult. Then that's. Out of you know the range of acceptable features that one culture should should hold, that is beyond acceptable. Like, and and getting back to the instances that you brought up, the Japanese and Chinese culture reference, I would say those are acceptable since they are you know hardwired into their brains and you can't really change them. Like it's not really alterable anymore, so I think that standards only exist when it comes to the matter of life. I mean, you get what I'm trying to say?、Mm, not really, but sure. Continue. <laughs> like I think standards only exist if, if it comes to whether one life should be taken or not. Like like the instance that I mentioned of. Killing people for God, and in that circumstance, it should be banned since you know you, you are directly. Yeah, but what if but what if those killed actually says I I think my sacrifice is right because we are indeed, you know, appealing to God that that I all that I and our culture all believe in. But you're damaging others, then right? Is that that's a problem? Is that right? But you're directly damaging others' rights. Like it's okay if you believe in something, but you're getting out of bounds. Yes, but how do I put this? This is a very complicated topic. I mean, all right. We're you're saying this because we think that you know most of the world already agrees that you know 
Alright, let's just stick to the killing is bad instance. So we've all we we've mostly all agreed that killing is bad. But for those who hasn't, or if it put if we push the time back a bit, maybe not a bit, but you know far enough, you will come if you're a I don't know, a Spanish explorer into the Americas and you come across those different tribes and eventually you might you, you there th there is a high chance of you coming across one saying uh we are sacrificing um these three people for the 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 um quote-unquote god we all believe in with the context of cultural diversity and preserving culture and respecting other cultures why should we say then it's bad because you're killing people this is the killing is bad as our standard i agree don't get me wrong i do agree that we should still establish some sort of standard and i and personally there's no way for me to wait i think i have disagree something. with the fact that that killing is wrong that killing is right okay of course i think I i've come up with something is wrong but this is this is more of a philosophical question. I, I, yes, I, think I, I think we should get it too serious, but I'm. I guess this is what this topic is trying to say, right? What, like, if we put the context. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. You get it right. I have come up with something, something at least. Finally, like getting like what was the instance of Spanish Spanish people killing? Was it like a long time ago? Like, say if you're a European explorer and then you just reached the Americas, you, you wandered around, you came across tribes, and those tribes, one of the, say one of their customs is to sacrifice human for the quote-unquote god they believe in. By, with the modern context, it will be, we should respect other cultures, we should preserve cultural diversity, it's wrong for us to eliminate any culture just because it doesn't comply with our standards and you know doesn't meet our principles but yes, my, my in the modern context we also say killing is wrong then what's the what's the problem now what's the like, issue here let's alter it's also this distorts my mind <laughs> let's alter the time settings a bit if you were to find this tribe back in the times when things are not so globalized, then sure, I would allow that. Since oh, things are not getting out of hand. Interesting. So you say, say if you're a Let's back the time back a bit. ancient Egyptian leader or something like that. Or yes, you're an ancient Egyptian explorer. Say you come across a tribe that does the same thing. You will say, okay, that's that's your that's your culture. See you next time. So, okay. Yes, I things are not getting out of, things are not getting out of hand. But now things are also globalized. If such things were to mm. still be allowed, then you know how messy things can become if things were to fuse into yes. one big pot of mess. It'll just resolve into a big pot of messiness. A madness, I would say. Like, things are much globalized now. And things are all connected, I would say, under such context. And I don't think... That the culture of killing should still exist. 
Since don't get me wrong, I do agree that they should not exist. I firmly agree on that. It's just that it's or it's also weird that we always like to say, "Oh, we should, we should, you know, respect other cultures." But if you, you know, push back the time, you realize, wait, what? If we res, if we started to respect other cultures back then, then wait, what? Killing is right. That is right. that is what distorts me. I digress from my statement. What? Yes, yes. It's back then. Things are also confined, and one culture can be confined in one certain area or one certain region, and that wouldn't get out of hand since things are not so globalized as we are seeing right now. But changing the time settings and context to modern world, like I said, it's also globalized right now, and in、then、such conditions, it still exists. Then, because of what? We agree that that we should agree that some sort of standard should exist. You mean what standard? Like, I think it goes without saying that in the modern world there is the standards that applies that ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the world agrees on. Say, killing is bad. But if you say a thousand year prior to this, the the general acceptance is different. So, like a thousand years prior to modern time, killing is okay, right? Yes, since so since you know, there are also the context of the past. But yes, but it's different now. Our Our ideology and our fundamental、um, goal and principle is—we're always saying that all cultures should be respected. Thus, we've come. Like, thus, we've came to a weird dilemma of sort. Well, not really the dilemma, but to me, it's another paradox. Why is it that we always like to say we should not have? We should not have the same standards since all cultures are different and blah 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 blah. But we still agree on、Is、certain that, things that、uh, this we, we there's you know then why there's the standard still exists why we still say because the aesthetics、bad. and say, the values. Not saying that, that I don't agree、more. with that. Not saying that I think killing is good, killing is bad, but you know <laughs> that is what distorts my mind, and I honestly I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why keep, this is the case. I keep failing to stick to the sole statement, an argument I have possessed in my head. I somehow keep digressing from it for some for, for some fucking reason. Yes, I haven't. I haven't detected your thesis statement, really. But <laughs> I had this one enlightenment, but I, but I lost it. F. <laughs> There's something about the time context that's different, L- like the alterations in aesthetics and values over time. And now my statements are contradicting each other. Oh my god! <laughs> I seriously can't get into a debate club.
my statements contradict contradict each other. Jesus Christ. The context, the time context, the geographical backgrounds. No, they contradict with each other. Things are not working out. <laughs> so what do you think? Perhaps what do you we should think? move on. Anyway. I, think, I think we've done enough discussion on this. It truly has disorder <laughs> in my mind. Okay. Getting on to an even more complicated topic. Self-driving cars, moral issues. Oh my god, why did, why did we put all of these together? These are not easy topics. I don't know. Like... We did the first one relatively well. I don't know. I don't know about the second neutral. Now let's get on the third, which I think will be a complete disaster and catastrophe, since it has always been a very controversial, very very controversial topic since the commencement of the development of self-driving cars. Like. How should legal issues apply if accidents were to happen on a self-driving car? Like, let's just sort things out a bit. The human passenger is out of this story since it's a self-driving car. And if you leave it on self-driving, then I suppose no responsibility goes to the human passenger, since he or she will not and is not the controller of the vehicle, and henceforth is not the cause of this accident. So let's just clear that out a bit. So now we have the manufacturer and the car on the line. I think we can correct the car to the computer. Or let's just say the artificial intelligence in control of the vehicle. Yeah, human passenger is out the story. That's for sure. I think what? it is... <laughs> You're also getting confused. At least I sorted things out. Like, human passenger is... Free from all sorts of responsibilities since if he or she leaves on auto. Yes, should he or she leave it on auto drive or auto navigation, then he or she's completely free from responsibilities and legal issues. Alright, let's just briefly hmm. sum up the question in hand. So, say there's gonna be an accident. And say the car yes. runs into someone and kills that guy. Or oh wait, let's just whatever. state the context more clearly. Is it on auto drive? Is it on? As yeah, say it's on auto drive. The auto drive. Okay. The car was in auto drive mode and it kills someone. So it's definitely not. So there are four. So there are four perspective. So the one who got killed, the human passenger, i.e. The auto drive initiator. Three, the auto drive system, the AI or whatever, the machine, and the manufacturer who is responsible, you know, who designed, manufactured, and implemented the system 
or to say the machine. Let's My perspective would be that since there's always something responsible for that person's death, we can eliminate um, the perspective of no one's responsible. Human passengers, since it's not natural causes. No, there's nothing such as natural disaster, natural causes under this circumstance. So it has come. It has come to these three parties. Is it the manufacturer's fault? Is it solely the machine's fault, or is it the passenger's fault? Let's not call it passenger. Let's say there's only one person in the car. So that passenger is the driver. It's the auto drive initiator. Let's keep it.、Safe. Yes, like what I said. The human passenger is completely free from responsibility since he only left it on auto drive. It is not involved in this incident, like at all. Yes, but not that. Well, this is the part I will have to disagree with you, because、Why? to me, if you initiate it, if you started the auto drive process, even though the machine is doing the work, to me. The one who initiated process, the driver or the human passenger, whatever you like to call it, that person is responsible of supervising the situation. Even if give me more stuff on this, like by by responsibility, do you mean what's your responsibility or just responsibilities in general? That way, I can be more clear and state my responsibility.、Opinion. Responsibility. Of the in general, car, of the vehicle, of the car, it, it, the、of、same the sense that the captain the has、high. the ultimate responsibility of the entire aircraft or the entire ship. Why do captain of an aircraft or a ship leaves the leaves the last? In the same sense that the driver of a car, even if he's not actually driving, is still responsible for the vehicle. That is well, my perspective. Of, it would be legally very、laws. complicated. That for sure, it will be very complicated legally speaking. But to me, that's how it should be defined. So, the, to me, you can't really charge a machine responsible. But you can charge the manufacturer responsible, responsible for not monitoring the computer well enough. Yes, that. That's that's what I how that's how I would have to put it. To me, it will be the person who's in the car, even though he's not the one who's actually doing the driving. That your perspective is perfectly understandable, and I do agree partly with it, but not all. Because to me, the person still has the responsibility of supervising and you know what observing the environment. I or, or I would like to renounce. A part of my statement. Sure. Since I I considered a part of civic laws, the human passenger actually violated civic laws by leaving the car in auto drive and actually causing an accident. Since he caused a harm, or at the very least, a loss of property, whether it's lives or. To like 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 properties in general, like he did cause a loss on that, he did he he did told that. Then result, 
resolving back to civic laws. He could have, he could have considered the outcome, but he didn't. Then yes, under that circumstance, he did violate the civic laws, and he has to pay for that. He has to pay for the loss. So on the civic loss aspect, he is responsible. That is the part I would like to restate. So I was thinking well enough. I was Another thing I would like to bring up is the fact that, um, how do I put this? Like, you know, when a plane crashes and after investigator determines that okay, it's actually a manufacturer's fault because there's a fault in their machine, and it's there's there was nothing there was nothing much the pilots on board could do. In that case, most of the time. The one who's charged who's charged guilty is actually a manufacturer. Now, right? That I think we can get deeper than a big this. problem because if what caused the problem, what what caused the issue is the thing that, or to say, the product the manufacturer has designed, built, and implemented. Then should we then hold the res the manufacturer responsible? If that's the case, then uh, I don't know Tesla and any sort of company that does this because the, the chance of an air accident happening is way smaller than the car accidents happening so i don't know tesla will be playing paying billions if not trillions just by just because of a car crashes into someone and kills them right yeah i mean it's more of a long-term issue and it's gonna be one of those very controversial one. Oh crap i think i can and to me, this is another topic that you should, you know, mention to your parents. I would like to hear what they say on this. Because, if you think about it, we're still talking about the legal responsibilities. If we talk about moral responsibilities, to me, you can't really charge a machine of, you know, you can't really charge a machine responsible for it. So it goes to the manufacturer, exactly. That is how laws work. You can't charge yes, machines for it. Yes, but isn't the pilot, or to say the driver, also responsible for part of it? Because he is in, he or she is in part of it. You started definitely. It. You're responsible for the entire aircraft, or to say the vehicle. Yes, I stated that he or she definitely this will is violate. This so annoying laws. to think about. This is very annoying to think about, since. <laughs> Right, like you know, I, I autopilot of an aircraft has been it's been here for a, for a long while, right? It's been yes, here I for know, too long. The technology of that is actually way better than self driving cars, and like we don't talk about air incidents that much because they don't really happen that often. If you know. Most of the time, when it actually happens, investigators usually 
they can determine okay it's the pilot's fault they didn't do this and the manufacturer isn't really responsible for this accident because um there's a clear instruction on the manual book blah 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 stuff like that right and if like in another case yeah. it will be something like okay it's the manufacturer's fault because there's a there's a flaw in your design and there was nothing much the pilots can do blah blah blah, blah. but for self-driving cars, millions, if not billions, will be having them. And that will be a problem. Because when there are so many on the road, then there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of accidents every day. And how can you determine the responsibility? How can you charge something guilty? Like, when, like, when, an, it, when an airplane crashes, we don't say the airplane itself is guilty, right? We won't say the airplane itself yeah. is responsible for the accident. It's, not, it's either the pilot or the manufacturer of the artificial yes, intelligence it's, navigator. It's either the human on board or the system that it designs. The, the problem here is that in what way any sort of manufacturer would even accept and embrace the responsibility of saying that anything manufactured by me and any flaw caused by it would be my responsibility. And that's perhaps a very, very big problem with self-driving cars because in no, there's no way any sort of manufacturer would even say that, you know what, it's my fault. It's easier for an well, aircraft manufacturer, say Boeing or Airbus, because the airplane crashes once within, I don't know, there will maybe a crash in a decade. But well, you could you could have something called terms and conditions before you buy terms kind of conditions. thing. They could always exist, and you could. And you could you always cannot, but, like. But here, here's the thing: you cannot just say if it if it kills, it's the it's the human's problem. It, it, you cannot just say if it kills, it's the driver's problem. If it hits a lamppost, it's the manufacturer's problem. You cannot just say that because that goes against the logic. Then you got to resort to legal issues. There's no other option. You got to consider civil laws and criminal laws. That's, you, that's what you got to. You know, I'm That's not talking about consider. the process. I'm not talking about the results. I'm talking about how should we def define them? Because when self-driving cars will eventually be everywhere, this will this is gonna be a big problem. You either charge the driver or you charge the manufacturer. And imagine if you're a manufacturer of self-driving cars, thousands, if not tens of thousands, of cases just floods your office you just your car destroyed my lamppost that's like and the worst case scenario will be like your car killed my son killed my mom stuff like that and try to deal with that instead of an aircraft manufacturer like once in a decade they might get oh no we made a f we made a mistake We've killed 200 people on board. But it's easier for them to say, all right, we, we should be, we are responsible for this and we'll definitely repay any, we'll definitely compensate for any sort of losses, blah, 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 blah. But car crashes happens every day. It's going to be a big problem, isn't it? <sighs> like, 
who should the responsibility go to? It's kind of hard to define. I want to answer the driver, but like you said, and I do agree. What if the driver is simply not responsible for it? Like he's not driving. I'm not touching anything, and you're charging me responsible for that. When the plane crashes, you know there's the chance. There's the chance of the manufacturer actually being charged guilty because it's the systems. They're the mechanical flaws, not the human fault. Not the human's fault. But with cars, can we do that too? And how would any sort of corporation cope? Oh my God! The legal consults of companies like this will have a will have a fun time dealing with stuff like this. Yes. What we have achieved this episode is concluded that all three topics are great topics, but they are way beyond our abilities of. You know, our brain are exploding. Basically, what's happened, and they have exploded.